Welcome to another episode of our award-winning NPR podcast where we bring you the latest breakthroughs in science, technology and much more. Today, we will be discussing a fascinating research paper titled Understanding the Capabilities of Large Language Models for Automated Planning authored by a team of experts from the University of South Carolina. IBM TJ Watson Research Center, and universities in Italy. That's right, Tom. The paper delves into the world of automated planning and explores the potential for large language models, LLMs, in generating plans to achieve specific goals in a given environment. What's intriguing is how LLMs can do more than just generate language-based outputs but also solve complex problems like automated planning. Absolutely. Jen. As we go through the paper, we will be diving deep into the historical aspect of automated planning and how LLMs can play a role in overcoming some of the common challenges that arise in such tasks. We will also look at how the study aims to identify the most effective pre-training data and Approaches for using LLMs in the context of automated planning and what this means for the future of this field. And let's not forget the scientific journals cited in this paper. The authors have referenced some of the most influential publications in artificial intelligence and automated planning to back up their findings. So, let's grab our science hats and get ready to explore the exciting world of automated planning and large language models. In today's episode, we will be discussing the capabilities of large language models for automated planning. Automated planning involves generating efficient algorithms to create plans or sequences of actions to achieve a specific goal in an environment. But what are large language models, or LLMs, and what do they have to do with automated planning? Large language models are artificial intelligence systems that possess a vast amount of linguistic knowledge and can answer questions, write program code, and even predict protein folding. Exactly. And in this paper we'll be discussing the authors aim to explore how LLMs can be used for automated planning. The paper seeks to answer four key questions to shed light on the capabilities of LLMs in solving complex planning problems. The first question is the extent to which LLMs can be used for plan generation. Secondly, which pre-training data is most effective in facilitating plan generation? Thirdly, The paper investigates whether fine-tuning or prompting is a more effective approach for plan generation. Finally, the authors explore whether LLMs are capable of plan generalization. This paper aims to provide insights into the most effective approaches for using LLMs in the context of automated planning. To conduct this study, The authors are a team of researchers from the University of South Carolina, IBM TJ Watson Research Center, University of Udine, and University of Brescia. By the end of this episode, we'll all have a better understanding of LLMs and their capabilities for automated planning. 
Have you ever wondered how computers generate plans for navigating from an initial state to a desired goal state? Well, that's what automated planning is all about. And in this paper titled, Understanding the Capabilities of Large Language Models for Automated Planning, the authors investigate how large language models, or LLMs, like GPT-4, can generate plans. Right. These LLMs are built using neural networks with millions or billions of learnable parameters and they've been pre-trained with a large corpus of natural language data. And while LLMs have been shown to generate human-like, coherent, and diverse texts, they still face challenges when it comes to automated planning. Indeed. Automated planning requires reasoning about the effects of actions and finding optimal or near-optimal sequences of actions to achieve a desired goal. That's where the LLMs come in. The authors of this paper explore the capabilities of LLMs in plan generation by comparing different models on six classical planning domains. They also propose metrics to evaluate plan generalization and design new tasks to measure it. And despite previous claims that LLMs aren't suited for automated planning, the authors show that with the right selection of LLMs, data preparation, and fine-tuning, they can generate favorable outcomes. However, their generalization capabilities seem limited, and the authors recommend further research to improve EAMS plan generalization. In conclusion, the authors provide a comprehensive analysis of EAMS capabilities for automated planning and propose a diverse set of benchmark problems to evaluate LLMs for automated planning. Their findings shed light on the implications of recent progress in LLMs for planning and provide insights for future research. Now that we understand what large language models, LLMs, are, let's take a look at their capabilities for automated planning. Right. Tom. According to a published scientific paper, there's a lack of comprehensive information on the abilities of LLMs for plan generation. Yes. Jen. The study reports a brief review of the pertinent literature regarding exploring the use LLMs for planning. They summarize the planning-related terminology in Table 1, which helps listeners better understand the concept. That's correct. Tom. Besides generating natural language content, LLMs have demonstrated remarkable abilities to generate high-quality programming code, perform reasoning tasks, and guide embodied agents towards user-specified goals using prompting techniques. But when it comes to automated planning problems, it's a different and more challenging task. Recently some works have explored the capabilities of LLMs in automated planning. Valmikam et al. proposed a suite of benchmark tests to evaluate the planning capabilities of LLMs they tested. Recent models such as GPT-3, InstructGPT, and Bloom on these benchmarks. And the results weren't great. Jen. InstructGPT only achieved 5% valid plans on 500 Bloxworld problems, which is pretty low. Right. 
Other works have used LLMs to generate goals or problem files given a domain as input and then used a traditional planner to create plans. Yes, Jen. But current approaches only evaluate plan generation capabilities using prompting techniques. There is still a gap to address. So this study aims to provide a detailed analysis of the capabilities of LLMs in plan generation and evaluate their generalization capabilities. That's right, Tom. There's a need for comprehensive information on the abilities of LLMs for plan generation. And this research aims to fill that gap. Now that we have a better understanding of what the study is about, let's dive into the four research questions that this paper addresses. That's right, Tom. The first research question is to what extent can LLMs solve planning problems? In other words, how good are large language models at generating plans that satisfy certain constraints? The authors test state-of-the-art OpenAI models without any fine-tuning and use a plan verification tool to evaluate the generated plans. That's interesting, Jen. So they're essentially testing the reasoning abilities of these LLMs when it comes to planning. The second research question is about what pre-training data is effective for plan generation. The authors use a diverse set of planning domains with varying levels of difficulty to answer this question. They compare the performance of models pre-trained on textual corpora only to those that incorporate both code and natural language during the pre-training process. That's right, Tom. The goal of this question is to provide possible directions for future researchers to select the appropriate LLMs for plan generation based on pre-training data. The third research question asks which approach between fine-tuning and prompting improves plan generation. This involves comparing the effectiveness of fine-tuning LLMs versus prompting them using a template or a queue to elicit the desired output. So, prompting is essentially controlling the input to the LLM, while fine-tuning updates its parameters using a labeled dataset from the target task. The authors want to assess whether updating model weights through fine-tuning provides superior Domain adaptation compared to prompting LLMs for specific outcomes. That's right, Tom. The fourth and final research question asks whether LLMs are capable of plan generalization. The authors propose three new tasks to evaluate the generalization capabilities of LLMs accurately. They believe that by accurately defining plan generalization, it can be used to properly evaluate and categorize the various LLM approaches. And there you have it, folks. The four research questions that the paper aims to answer. All right, folks. We're diving into the materials and methods section of this study. If you're just tuning in, we're talking about large language models for automated planning. In this section, the authors are explaining the dataset they used and how they classified the difficulty of the planning domains. They also provide an overview of the LLMs they tested and the process they used to generate plans. Right. So, 
They start by talking about the International Planning Competition, which is an event that evaluates planning and scheduling systems they used six classical planning domains represented in PDDL, which is a language for describing planning problems. They generated a planning dataset with 18,000 problems for each domain using problem generators. That came with these domains. They used a random seed to generate the problems and made sure there were no duplicate problems in the dataset. They then used a planner called Fast Downward to generate the optimal plans for the problems they classified the problems into three difficulty classes based on the complexity of the problem in terms of state space and branching factor. That's right. They have more information on the difficulty classification in section 1.3 of the paper and in 2.1 of the supplementary material. They also talk about how they had to transform the PDDL representation into a more compact format with reduced token length to make it suitable for fine-tuning LLMs with limitations in the length of the context. They call this compact form and it allows them to maintain the fidelity of the original PDDL representation while making it suitable for fine-tuning LLMs with limitations in the length of the context. They used plans without any modifications because their average token length for the dataset falls within the context length of LLMs. They used datasets for fine-tuning LLMs and evaluated the plan generation capabilities of the LLMs. Right. And they used several LLM architectures in their study which are listed in Table 3 of the paper. Now that we have an idea of what the paper is about, let's dive into the materials and methods used to understand the capabilities of large language models for automated planning. The first method used in this study involved identical distributions for training and testing. This means that the data used to train the models was the same used to test them. However, the researchers also conducted out-of-distribution experiments to test the models using problems outside of the trained dataset. Another method they used was called prompting. This involved providing detailed contextual information to control the output plan generated using input sequences. They did this using problem and domain files in PDDL as input, which they considered in two prompting strategies, zero-shot and few-shot. In zero-shot prompting, they provided the domain and problem files as input, without any additional examples. In contrast, in few-shot prompting, they provided a few samples from the same domain and its corresponding plan. In addition to the problem and domain files, they utilized different language models for their investigation, including those that have been pre-trained on natural language and or code. The researchers used two open AI models namely Text DaVinci 03 and Code DaVinci 02 for prompting. They also fine-tuned other models such as T5, Code T5, and Codeagon trained on the planning dataset using regularization and weight decay to prevent overfitting. 
to evaluate the plan generalization capabilities of LLMs and provide insights to address RQ4. The researchers proposed the following three tasks. Plan length generalization, object name randomization, and unseen domain generalization. They evaluated the generated plan using planning-related metrics, including the Hamming distance between two plans, which measures how much LLMs deviate from the sequences of actions in the optimal plan. Overall, using these different methods, the researchers were able to evaluate the ability of LLMs to generate plans that are close to optimal plans for unseen out-of-distribution problems from different planning domains. And that's how they understood the capabilities of large language models for automated planning. All right folks. In this section, we'll be discussing the experimental results of the study conducted on the capabilities of large language models, LLMs, for automated planning. Yes. Let's dive straight into it. In order to evaluate the performance of LLMs, the researchers used a test set with 3,600 planning problems per domain classified into easy, E, medium, M, and hard, H, categories. And the results were fascinating. The researchers assessed the generated plans using various planning-related metrics such as satisficing plans, SAT, plans, optimal plans, opt, plans, degree of correctness, DAG, core, and inference time, INF, time. The plan generation capabilities of LLMs were evaluated using pre-trained models, fine-tuned models, zero-shot models, and few-shot models. The results were then compared to determine the most appropriate LLM for near-optimal plan generation. Yes. According to Table 4, the fine-tuned Code T5 model performed best across all considered domains with the least inference. Time. That's right. Tom. The researchers also found that fine-tuned LLMs are capable of generating outputs for planning problems at a rate four times faster than pre-trained LLMs. This is due to the ability of fine-tuned LLMs to discern when to cease output generation, a less developed capability in pre-trained LLMs. The researchers also evaluated LLMs pre-trained on programming code and those solely trained on the textual corpus. They found that LLMs pre-trained on programming code performed better than those solely trained on the textual corpus. That's interesting. However, they also found that although CodeGen is a decoder-only model similar to GPT-2, it struggled to generate near-optimal plans after fine-tuning. Yes. That's because CodeAgen lacks a dedicated encoder which may hinder its ability to understand and represent the input prompt. In contrast, Code T5 leverages both an encoder and a decoder, which allows for better code understanding and generation tasks. Furthermore, Code at 5 incorporates code-specific knowledge by proposing a novel masked identifier prediction task, 
This task masks all identifiers present in the input prompt and employs a sentinel token for all occurrences of a specific identifier, allowing the model to better distinguish and recover identifiers in code, which are crucial for code semantics and execution. In conclusion, the findings from the research provide insightful observations that can aid in selecting the most appropriate LLMs for near-optimal plan generation. And that's it for this section. Folks, stay tuned for more fascinating discussions on NPR's award-winning podcast with Tom and Jen. Now, let's delve into the experimental results of the paper titled, Understanding the Capabilities of Large Language Models for Automated Planning. Right. So in their experimentation, The authors observed that prompting large language models, such as the ones developed by OpenAI, to perform coding-related tasks was effective. However, they found that fine-tuning these models on code yielded even better results. Yes, that's because fine-tuning allows for greater customization and adaptation of the model to specific tasks. Whereas prompting relies on the general knowledge and competence of the pre-trained models. Exactly. The authors also noted that prompt engineering has become a widely researched topic. With new techniques being developed rapidly. In fact, they mentioned a new approach called prompt tuning that learns continuous prompts optimized over a training dataset and is as effective as fine-tuning natural language understanding tasks. That's interesting. Now, let's take a look at their evaluation addressing research question 3, which involved testing the capabilities of LLMs in handling randomized object names. Right. They used a table to showcase the results, comparing the performance of different LLMs, such as Codet 5 and Code Da Vinci, on tasks with easy, medium, and hard difficulty levels. And how did these LLMs perform on different versions of the task? Well, on version 1, the fine-tuned Codet 5 model had an inadequate performance, generating valid plans only around 47% of the time. This improved dramatically after fine-tuning, with the model generating valid plans 97.52% of the time. That's quite impressive. And how did Code Da Vinci perform? Both the prompting and fine-tuning approaches produced similar results for Code Da Vinci. The model struggled with object recognition, generating valid plans only around 23.52% of the time for version 1. Interesting. And what about the plan generalization experiments? The authors tested the most proficient models obtained through fine-tuning and prompting methodologies on 10 problems per difficulty class to evaluate plan generalization. They found that the fine-tuned Codet 5 model could generalize to plan lengths to some extent, whereas the few-shot prompting of Code Da Vinci generated only a single valid plan for a particularly difficult domain. That's fascinating. Overall, This paper sheds light on the challenges posed by large language models for automated planning and the need for more research focusing on fine-tuning and prompting approaches. Definitely. And with that, 
we conclude our discussion on the experimental results of understanding the capabilities of large language models for automated planning. In the last section of the paper, the authors discuss the experimental results for testing the plan generalization capabilities of large language models, LLMs. Task 2 was about object name randomization, which required creating three versions of randomized variables to evaluate the plan generalization capabilities of LLMs. The first version used only single-digit numeric values as object names, while version 2 used alphanumeric strings of length 2 and followed conventions unseen during training. Version 3 consisted of object names named after three alphabets. The authors then tested the model's performance using a symbol table that maps the randomized object names to the same vocabulary as the training set to comprehensively evaluate the dependence of LLMs on the training data or prompting examples for plan generation. The performance of the models is represented in Table 5 and it is observed that Code da Vinci's plan generation capabilities were poor with high EPG, while fine-tuned Code T5 has better performance for version 2 and better plan generalization capabilities than any other model without a symbol table. However, the authors did notice a decrease in performance when the length of object names was increased to version 3. The model confused action names and object names. The authors also conducted a study on the efficacy of fine-tuned code T5 and code da Vinci with few-shot prompting in generating plans for unseen domains. They selected three new classical planning domains, created 10 problems per domain, and randomly chose an example prompt and its corresponding plan from the six training domains for each problem. Unfortunately, both models failed to generate valid plans, resulting in an EPG of 1. Fine-tuned code T5 often confused the action and object names present in the test with those seen during training, while code da Vinci generated relevant actions but incorrect plans for all test cases. The comparison between the ground truth plan generated by a planner for the logistics domain and the LLM model's output in figure 4 highlights the incorrect combination of action and object names. Overall, while fine-tuning LLMs pre-trained on code can improve generating near-optimal plans for problems within the training domains, the models struggle to produce plans for unseen domains. It's definitely an area of research worth exploring further. And this experiment provides important reference material for future research on improving the plan generation capabilities of LLMs. So, Jen, we've been discussing the capabilities of large language models or LLMs to solve automated planning problems. What revelations have we discovered? Tom, according to the paper, there are four research questions that were addressed through several experiments on different LLMs and planning domains. That's interesting. What were the findings? First, off-the-shelf pre-trained LLMs are not effective in solving planning problems. Second, 
LLMs that were pre-trained on both natural language and programming code have better plan generation abilities than natural language-only models. Third, fine-tuning enhances the plan-generating capacity of LLMs and finally, LLMs have limited plan-generalization abilities. Thanks for breaking that down, Jen. And it seems that fine-tuning helps in partial generalization to plan lengths not encountered during the training phase while maintaining a higher level of correctness than prompting. That's correct, Tom. However, when object names are randomized, fine-tuned models only exhibit satisfactory performance when the randomized vocabulary aligns with the training set. Furthermore, neither prompting nor fine-tuning approaches are effective when solving problems from unfamiliar fields. So, Jen, what does the future hold for this research? Well, Tom, the paper mentions several techniques that could potentially enhance the length generalization capabilities of LLM's scratchpad fine-tuning and prompting methodologies are among them. They could improve the planning capabilities of LLM's, leading to new avenues for their use in solving complex planning problems. That's exciting. Jen, thanks again for breaking all that down for us. And for our listeners, we've included a list of scientific journals used for research in this field in the show notes. So be sure to check them out. Well, folks, we've reached the end of our episode diving into the capabilities of large language models for automated planning. We hope that you've learned something new and interesting today. Yes, Tom. And for our final section, let's discuss the conclusion and future work found in the paper we've been referencing. Absolutely. One of the papers referenced in the conclusion is about a validation tool for PDDL 2.1 used in the International Planning Competition. This paper was presented at the ICAPS 2003 workshop on the competition. Impact. Organization. Evaluation. Benchmarks. Held in Trento, Italy. In 2003. Moving on to more recent works. A survey towards reasoning in large language models was done by Jia Huang and Kevin Chen Chuan. Chong in 2022. And there's also a paper by Wenlong Huang. Peter Abiel. Deepak Patik and Igor Mordach. In this paper, they propose using language models as zero-shot planners, extracting actionable knowledge for embodied agents. This was presented at the International Conference on Machine Learning in 2022. Wenlong Huang also authored another paper along with his colleagues, presenting a new system called, Inner Monologue. This system uses embodied reasoning through planning with language models. A paper that was pre-printed on Archive in 2022. For those of you interested in planning competitions, be sure to check out the ICAPS website. Here, you'll find information about the international planning competitions at the International Conference on Automated Planning and Scheduling. Another interesting paper is by Michael Katz and Shuren Sorabi, discussing reshaping diverse planning. 
This paper was presented at the AAAI Conference on Artificial Intelligence in 2020. Hang Li also wrote a paper in 2022 about language models in the past, present, and future, which was published in the communications of the ACM Journal. In one paper, Bo Lu, Yuqin Zhang, and their colleagues talk about empowering large language models with optimal planning proficiency. This was pre-printed on Archive in 2023. And of course, we couldn't leave out OpenAI. Their GPT-4 technical report was published in 2023. Long Yang, Jeffrey Wu, Xu Zhang, and their colleagues published a paper about training language models to follow instructions with human feedback in advances in neural information processing systems in 2022. Russell A. Poldrak, Thomas Liu, and Gaspar Begas also recently published a paper about AI-assisted coding, experimenting with GPT-4 in 2023. Tevin Lascaux and his colleagues presented a paper about Bloom, a 176B parameter open access multilingual language model in a 2022 preprint on Archive. If you're interested in PDDL generators, be sure to check out the work by Jendrik Sape, Alvaro Toralba, and Jörg Hoffman in 2022. Lastly, we have Tom Silver, Varun Harry Prasad, Recess Shuttleworth, Nishanth Kumar, Tomas Lozano Perez, and Leslie Pack Kalebling, who presented their work on PDDL planning with pre-trained large language models at the NeurIPS 2022 Foundation Models for Decision-Making Workshop. And there you have it folks. A brief summary of some of the recent papers mentioned in the conclusion and future work section of Understanding the capabilities of large language models for automated planning. Thanks for listening and join us next time for another NPR podcast episode. All right, listeners. Today we are diving into the world of artificial intelligence and language models. That's right, Tom. We're going to be talking about a couple of papers that explore the capabilities of large language. Models for Automated Planning and Translation. Oh, that's fascinating. Jen. Let's start with the first paper by Zihao Wang, Xiaofei Kai, NG Lu, Xiaozhen Ma, and Yitao Liang titled Describe, Explain, Plan and Select. Interactive planning with large language models enables open-world multitask agents. The paper explores how large language models can enable agents to perform tasks beyond their original programming. Essentially, it explores how these language models can be used by machines to interact with the world in a more human-like way. Right. And this has important implications for multitask agents and complex tasks that rely on natural language understanding. Now on to the next paper by Yaki XC, Chen Yu, Tong Yao Zhu, Jinbin Bai, Zhe Gong, and Harold So. Yes. This paper titled, Translating Natural Language to Planning Goals with Large Language Models, examines how large language models can be used to translate human language into actionable steps. 
for planning. Interesting. So the machine can interpret what humans are saying and then convert it into a plan for accomplishing a task. Precisely. And lastly, we have a survey paper titled A Survey of Large Language Models by Wayne Xin Zhao, Kun Zhou, Junyi Li, Tianyi Tang, Xiaolei Wang, Yupeng Hu, Yingqin Min, Baikin Zhang, Junji Zhang, Zikin Dong, Yi Fan Du, Chen Yang, Yushuo Chen, Jipeng Chen, Jinhao Zhang, Rayong Ren, Yi Fan Li, Xin Yu Tang, Zikong Lu, Peiyu Lu, Jian Yun Ni, and Ji Rong Wen. Ah, this one seems like a good overview of the field. Exactly. It provides a comprehensive survey of the different kinds of large language models out there and how they've been used. Well, there you have it folks. These papers show the potential for large language models in improving machine learning capabilities and how language can help machines learn from and understand humans better.